Hey everyone, this is Fisher from the future right after I just got done editing the podcast. Before everything started, I just want to let you guys know, we do know that there are some audio issues for the first about 15 to 20 minutes of the podcast. For some reason, I was having some issues with my microphone where it was peaking a lot and also clipping. We don't quite know where these issues come from. It could be a software thing or something with the positioning of my mic but we will be investigating to try and fix it. We did do a sound check right before we went on and recorded and everything seemed fine, but for some reason it just didn't end up sounding too good for the first few minutes. I understand things do sound rough for the first little bit of the podcast, but I do encourage you to listen throughout the entire thing. We do hit on a lot of good topics and the audio does sort of kind of fix itself. It has moments where it kind of unfixes itself at times, but it does, for the most part, fix itself. Other than that, though, Kyle sounds really good, and the topics that we hit on are really, really cool and interesting, so definitely, definitely give it a listen. Let us know what you thought of everything, and we'll make sure to have these problems fixed by the next podcast. All right, let the show begin. So I guess we're just going to run it? Let's run it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the now-known Run It Podcast, our own little gaming industry podcast. My name is Fisher, and as always with me, the second host here is Kyle. Howdy doodly. So, dude, how you been? Well, you've been consuming. What have you been up to since last week? Um, nothing much, man. Nothing much. Just working, working. Uh, sadly, it's a it's a sad day for me. I had to sell my PS4 yesterday. That was a uh, very hard departure, but... It's for better reasons, and I'm moving on to bigger and better things now. So, so a PC here, right? Wink, 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 wink. Maybe, maybe. Foreshadowing uh, of our top of our uh, topic. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know if I got the money for a PC right now. Honestly, them them things be pricey. They'd well, be pricey. Well, maybe that's about to change. Maybe that's about to change for you. Well, let's let's just run it and dive on into it. Yeah, let, let's run it. Let's run it. As for me, as for me, I've been uh, I've been playing a lot of Titanfall two. A oh. lot of Titanfall two. Yeah, very underappreciated game in my opinion. Really is. Love it. But but um, it just recently dropped on Steam, and a lot of people are finally getting a hold of it and finally playing it, and the the servers have been growing ever since. So it's it's finally starting to get its its just desserts. It's finally getting its uh just desserts. Yeah, just desserts. So it just skipped the whole main course. It did. It did. So we're just eating pound cake. Well, it was the main course, and we skipped it. So gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it was definitely the main course of, of 2016, whenever it released. 2015, 2016. God, so, it feels like so long ago, doesn't it? It does, it does. I feel old. Yeah. yeah. My birthday's tomorrow, though. It is. Happy yeah. happy early birthday. You are turning 24. Unfortunately, that is true. I'm turning 24. God, I'm old. I feel so old. I we really both do. are, buddy. I feel so old. I feel behind the times. I feel like I don't really keep up with stuff like I need to in the gaming industry. I feel like I'm feel like an old man trying to figure out an Atari. It's just... <laughs> What these buttons do? Yeah, there's two buttons and a joystick. (laughs) Jimmy, what's this? What is this flim flam, Jimmy? (laughs) So I just hit the little white ball back and forth. Yeah, it's basically it. (laughs) This is this is witchcraft. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, you know, hopefully with this podcast, we can keep up more with with the gaming industry. So yeah, so. that's probably one of the best things about this podcast right now yeah, for me. Yeah. So if we're all out of this, if we're all out of the intro, look forward to, so listeners, look forward to a shorter episode today. We don't really have much to cover, but our main topic that we want to jump into is kind of a direct, 
So today's episode is kind of a direct response to our last episode where we talked about is it worth upgrading to the next generation right now? And both me and Kyle really concluded that in our opinions, no, it's not quite it, it's it's not really quite worth it at least this year. Um, and if you really were to get one, we were kind of more siding with the Xbox. However, however, we had some really awesome news that came out recently. Uh, NVIDIA just released, uh, or not released, but just revealed their brand new lineup of 3000 series graphics cards for PCs. And wow, they are packing a lot of fucking power. Yeah, man, I'm not really like, so you know, knowing me, if you know me, I don't really... I haven't had a PC in very long, and whenever I was PC gaming, it was off a gaming laptop when I was in Japan. So, uh, my knowledge to PC gaming is kind of uh, underwhelming, I guess you could put it. It's not really uh, not really up to par to yours. You, you were kind of like sticking your foot in it, yeah. Yeah, I, I was putting my toe in the water, yeah, testing putting, it. Yeah. But, you know, so uh, with this episode, you may not hear a lot from me. Might not, just because I'm going to sit back, listen, and learn. But uh, I will be giving my opinions on a lot of the stuff that you, a lot of the fair points and topics that you bring up i got a few notes jotted down about it so um you know we'll just let's let's just roll with it let's yeah run. let's let's run it let's run, let's run it. it let's run, run it. with it roll credits roll credits roll credits <laughs> uh so so these three cards that came out nvidia um released or revealed uh we have the 370 which is going to be one of our main talking points here the 380 which is their flagship and the big beefy fucking quesarito looking brick looking 390 i have seen that one though i have yeah. seen that that dude is a full-on five-layer cheesy beef burrito from it's Taco Bell. it's bigger than my head and i have a pretty fucking big head is it bigger than my head oh it's getting there oh i heard a little bit but hey truth hurts <laughs> um but so so let's go ahead and dive into what what we're really looking at here is the 370, the 380 and 390 cards. They're they're um they're pretty impressive, but what we really want to focus on is the 370, and Nvidia's previous generation, the 2080s uh, or the 20 series, with the uh, the 2060, 2070, and 2080, uh, they were the big powerhouses of of the last graphics card generation uh, for PCs. Uh, but the problem was they were extremely expensive. No one could really afford one. Uh, and this was also the, the generation where they introduced ray tracing, which is a brand new lighting technique that no one really got on board with because the 10 series before the 20 series was just already so impressive graphically and performance uh, wise that no one really thought the ray tracing aspect was, was good enough. So let me tell you how much that 2080... TI cost, which was the the absolute super duper Omega graphics card, like the 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 enthusiast card that you could get. 2080 Ti, super extremely powerful, has many teraflops. We're we're not gonna get into to specifics because I don't want to bore people with like the amount of terajigo electro wattos. Yeah, this isn't basketball. No one cares about flops. So yeah, much, yeah. So. If if you guys do want to hear like more specific things, where where like we dive into the exact specs, then let us know in the comments, and we will start doing that on our podcast. But I just want to try and keep it interesting for for listening purposes. Basically, this card was really fucking powerful. 
It was really fucking powerful. Yep, sounds like it. And it was almost like fourteen hundred to like two thousand dollars to possibly get one. It was very very expensive. Oof. So Nvidia comes out, and a lot of these cards weren't selling. A lot of people weren't excited about these cards. That so, wasn't. yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I mean, who's going to be excited for something they can't really afford like that? Exactly. Yeah. Um. So Nvidia's like, okay, okay. Uh. Well, we're going to give you the three seventy. At $500, the same cost of an Xbox uh, Series X and PlayStation 5. Allegedly. For the PlayStation yeah. 5. Yeah, allegedly. Still allegedly. no price Yeah, on still that. no price on it. Um, and it's going to be the same cost, same price, but it's going to be faster than the 2080 Ti. What? It's going to be faster. Mind equals blown. Yes. So the the whole graphics card market. If you haven't, if you don't know, in, in PC, uh, in the PC or PC culture, whenever a new component comes out that is extremely powerful, you'll usually see uh, small little bits of, of changes. It's almost like watching stocks on eBay, uh, where graphics cards and components will kind of like change and move like a tide and stuff like that, uh, but only slightly, only slightly. As soon as these cards were announced, 2080 Ti's dropped like crazy. Like I'm talking like $700 differences, 700 to almost a thousand dollar differences. That's insane. Yeah, down from like 1,200 to $1,500 to like 600 bucks. That's an that's an insane price drop for anything, much less a graphics card. Yeah, like yeah. that's that that's big. <laughs> that's big stuff. Like that's literally it is like the next best thing for. Almost half the price. Like, that's... Whew. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's a huge, it's a huge, huge market shift. Um, and it, it's just kind of like how how the um, the CEO of NVIDIA said in their trailer of it, it the, the stars just kind of aligned, which by stars, it's just like they're, they're just being very competitive with their pricing. Um, where we can... Uh, and also, they, so, so the way they're able to, to get these prices is they, they partnered with Samsung to make all of their components like teeny tiny and, and, and much smaller and make the manufacturing process uh, much more consistent yeah. and easier. They picked the right people for that. Samsung makes can make literally anything micro-sized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so they're able to get these all these components down, these super powerful components down in these graphics cards and now we're able to reap the benefits of that with the price. Um, so there's a huge, huge uh, market shift happening uh, with these brand new cards coming out. And I don't think it's a coincidence that we see this much power in a graphics card at the same price of the newer consoles coming out the same year these consoles are about to come out. Am because I- this, this 3070 is due to release... At the end of October, just a few weeks before a rumored Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 release. Coincidence? I da, think da, not. Da. Well, I mean, and the release date's not really rumored for the, X- the Xbox Series S, we know for a fact, has been announced for November 10th. Mm-hmm. So, But still, within that tam- same time frame, they're getting ahead of the game. They're dropping that graphics card. And, you know, that means now that people may have been putting money back, you know, like if they're dual gamers like you are, you're a console and a PC gamer, and you know there's probably gamers out there that were like, you know what, I think I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna save up this 500 or this 400, even 300. I'm gonna drop it on an Xbox Series S. I'm gonna drop it on a on an X on a PS5. Well, 
they dropped this new graphics card out now, and that's changing a lot of people's minds. It's probably you know, you know, probably taking effect on you and make you want to you know, make it's, it's at least making people reconsider, and that's big in the marketing department. So, uh, smart move by them, honestly. It really is like they. I so so their biggest competitor is AMD, which is another graphics card manufacturer and processor, uh, a CPU uh, manufacturer. I am aware of them. Yeah. So they're <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's their that's their big competitor, but it is no coincidence, no coincidence that they're um, that they're putting these cards out this year. No, not at all. And right before these new consoles come out. Uh, especially with how PC culture and PC gaming culture has risen so much, a lot of people are looking at PCs now. Yeah. So why don't so let's get to the main topic here. Is it time for people to start looking at PCs? And overall, short answer, yes. Like is it is it time for you to get a PC? Short answer, yes. Long answer, yes. Coming. <laughs> Long answer. Well, here it comes. Yeah, here it comes. Yeah, here comes the long answer. Uh, so what you're getting out of these PCs. So first, I want to I want to talk about what you're going to be getting out of an Xbox Series X and a PlayStation 5 at launch. Both consoles don't really have any exclusives that they're really launching with. Exciting exclusive, at least. Um and there's not really the only thing that they're that they're pushing are third-party games like Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, uh, things like that. So all of those titles you can get on a on a PC. You can yeah. get on a PC. Yeah, it's been confirmed that with the release of the Xbox Series S, that you're going to be able to be able to play over 50 games at launch. But like you said, exclusives really not a lot of them. Most of those, like you said, are third-party games, and uh, they usually are you know, available through the, the Game Pass that they're doing. So And not only that, Xbox Xbox loves to tout that loves loves to show off that, hey, these games, these exclusives, like any exclusives that Xbox is gonna have, they are also putting on PC. So any of the exclusives that you would be excited for or would be buying for an Xbox Series X a year later, keep in mind. You know, Halo Infinite, that's at least a year off. Yeah. Another year's off, or at least a few more months off. Yeah. So it's already been delayed. Yeah, it's it's getting delayed. So you're not getting that at launch anymore. It's going to be delayed. So you're going to have to wait longer for that. You're just going to be getting that on PC. It's been confirmed that it's going to be showing up on PC. Xbox is pushing all of their a lot more exclusives onto PC because well they want to make money. And it's with micro and they're Microsoft. You know, Microsoft's a you know computer company. So, yeah, yeah, obviously. And not only that, an article came out last week saying that Sony wants to put more of their titles on PC. They've already taken they've already taken the first step. Taken. They've already taken the first step. Grammar. <laughs> they've already taken the first step with that with the with Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so far, what I've heard is it's pretty good. A, a few people have had like some some issues here and there with the port, but so far everyone's been enjoying it on PC. So. If they're going to be putting more of their exclusives on a on PC, then there really isn't much reason to have a PlayStation Five either. Valid, valid, very valid point. Yeah. So, from from an exclusive standpoint, you can either so you can either drop five hundred dollars on one of these consoles or three hundred on on a on a Xbox Series S. It will be less powerful than an Xbox Series X, but you can drop that money. Yeah. And 
be playing just the exclusives that are to that console and third-party games uh, from a lower frame rate and lower lower graphical fidelity and, and such. Um, or, or you can get a PC and get all of those games, higher frame rates, higher visuals, better better visuals. Without the sacrifices that you'll be making with yeah. getting an Xbox Series S or even a PS5. At and that. getting both exclusives. Exactly. And so getting you're, both you're, exclusives. Yeah, you're, being able to, you're being able to play Xbox games, PC games, and now PlayStation games, which is basically Sony just trying to chase Microsoft's coattail at this point. Just because, like, oh, they're like, oh, wow, they're... Look at that. They, they, they got their games on PC, and people are really liking that. Their sales are going up from it. We got to catch up. Well, they're, I mean, they're a company. They want to they wanna make money. And well, yeah, it, it's a competition. It, yeah, it would be... It wouldn't be very smart for them to miss out on that marketplace where so many people have been wanting to see their exclusives on PC. Yeah, and honestly, this isn't the first time that we've seen Sony be stubborn when it comes to working with other consoles. You know how independent they've always have they always have been. They've hated it, working like yeah, they've they've hated they, doing crossplay. Yeah, you know how like how long it took for them to do crossplay? Microsoft was all for it. They were all on And board. that's only with a few titles so far. Yeah. That's only with a few titles. And then you know it's just eating at them that those few titles are crossplay. Sony are very, they're they're a very stingy, very selfish company. They want their players to play their games on their consoles and their systems and their TVs. And they don't want to share, so. Well, it's because they've they've led the market for so long. So when when you're the top dog and you're making so much money, you don't have to share. Yeah, top, and it sucks for us. Top dog don't like to work with fleas, boy. <laughs> they don't like the fleas. <laughs> they don't like the fleas. No. Um, but but when when you're top dog like that, you don't have to share. You can hold that that section of the market like a hostage. You, you know, putting it basically putting it, you know, <laughs> Sony's had the, Sony's had the market in a, in a hostage situation for years now yeah. since the PS2. So yeah, yeah, they've they've really kind of held the the market with how well they're selling the PS4. Uh, but now I think they're seeing the the tide start to shift with how Xbox is doing, like with how well Xbox, how Microsoft has been doing, and also with how well PC culture has been gaining ground. And with the release of these graphics cards, I think their mindset's going to change even more. And especially, it's going to have to. Yeah, and, and you know the rise of PC gamers has risen, risen exponentially. Grammar. Grammar. We're not good at it, so you have to give a cut. We're, of, We're cut from of South break. Georgia, guys. Give us a yeah, break. Come on now. We went, to, we went to a South Georgia high school. Like, do you really expect us to be smart people? No, no. But... Uh, with the this last year, 2020, with this pandemic, with this with the quarantine, with everything, PC, so many people have picked up PC building, PC gaming, because they're like, well, I'm at home. I got nothing else to do. You know what? Screw it. Let me build a computer. Let's just build it. And then they build it, and they're hooked on it. And that's why the number of streamers has risen mm-hmm. a lot. So I want to ask you really quick, with all this information, how does it look for you? And then after that, we'll talk about what are the kind of options if you're really looking at doing this and your 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 price points. Uh, what would someone be looking at whenever going into a PC? But first, I want to I want to hear like how does this look towards to you? Like like because this is an awesome opportunity for you exactly. because you just sold your PS4. You had to to, to pay some bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all got to make sacrifices sometimes. Mm-hmm. Growing up sucks. Yeah, grow, being a grown up sucks. Um, but you're in the you're you're the prime 
market, you're in the prime market right now to either yeah. get a console or get a PC. So Definitely. what is this looking like to you? So in, in my point of view, um, for me personally, having a PC is definitely on my radar more now than it ever has been just because of um, just how serious of a gamer I am. Like I'm picking back up on my roots. I'm, I'm enjoying video games again. And even though there aren't a lot of huge exclusive titles coming out, it's like I'm not really necessarily excited for the new consoles, but I am, ex- but I still love playing video games. And a lot of people get that mixed up, you know? So if I were to move to a PC, I can play so many games and I can play all these games that I've been dying to play and I can play with cross, you know, cross play coming into play even mo- now more than ever. Um, it's, it, it's almost seems like a no brainer mm-hmm. to somebody like me. So if you are a serious gamer and you, you seriously enjoy it and you see games as a work of art, such as myself and Fisher, Fisher do, um, I, I see, I see no issue with getting a PC. I see it as the obvious, you know, no brainer choice. But if you are also in my situation and you don't really necessarily have the money to build it, then you just kind of have to like see like which direction are you going to take? Am I going to say, you know what? I'm going to forget about the PlayStation. Unless PlayStation counters with something similar to the Xbox Series S, I may just buy a Series. I might, might just buy the S. I might just get that so I can play these next-gen consoles I mean, these next-gen games, pardon me, but with just, you know, the only difference in the Series S and the Series X is just the reduced rendering resolution. Everything else, it runs just as well. And it doesn't have a disc tray, which... Yeah, it's, it's 100%. We've, we've been playing digital, most of our games digital lately, Which so. I can't remember the last time I bought a disc. Yeah. So, uh, I, I can't even remember what game it was that I bought that was a disc. Remember GameStop Midnight Release Parties? Whew. Boy, God, that was so those were fun. like the equivalent equivalent to like house parties for nerds, dude. Yeah, like we yeah. had a blast. We yeah, were those just, were so much fun. We I, were just sober. I miss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I all, was, all I was missing was alcohol, dude. If I would have got drunk at these like midnight release parties, oh god, dude. or high, yeah. I would have went. I would have went to jail so many times. Those used to be so much fun showing up to the Call of Duty events, and there would always be like a little Call of Duty competition to try and win some kind of like hat or something like that. You remember when I won the Batman coloring contest? I do. <laughs> I won so much stuff that for that. It was so cool. I got like a shirt, a bunch of posters. I was like, wow, can I get a free copy of the game? They're like, no. I'm like, oh, thanks, GameStop. Robbing me once I again. Remember, I remember the Halo. I remember the Halo event where they were releasing like Halo 4 or something. And I didn't even have an Xbox 360. I just showed up because you were there mm-hmm. and we were just hanging out. And some kid was there was there was one employee there at GameStop that was like a, a, a Marine or something like that. And some little kid was like bugging him about about like soldier stuff or whatever. And I match up with him in the first competition and the employee, this, this like little kid who's like 13, he was just excited about video games. He was like, Oh, it's so cool. You're in the army. And the employee, the employee walks up to me behind my TV screen, just looks dead at me. And he's like, destroy this kid, <laughs> destroy him. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. Those are the days, but, but, to, to get back on the topic. Let us, let us know. Sorry to go down the rabbit hole a little bit, but let us know if you have any fun stories like that uh, down in the comments. So, oh, please yeah, share back, stories. Please yeah, back do. to, back to uh, our topic. But um, like I was saying, uh, to just wrap up what I said in case anybody got lost because I tend to do that whenever I talk. Um, if you're a serious gamer and you're, you really do take pride in your games and you do, you do enjoy playing them and that's what you do 
to relieve yourself and to like relax and just have, you know, have sit down, have a beer and just play games or that's how you bond with your friends and everything. Invest in it, man. Save the money. Don't worry about these new consoles coming out. You already know that PCs, their PC has been a generation ahead of the console generations for a very long time now. So it's almost a no-brainer, and I have people tell ask, tell me every single day, switch to PC, switch to PC, switch to PC. My Facebook is flooded with people who want me to switch to PC, and it's you know, I'm starting to listen more, and I'm starting to listen, and I'm starting to take it in and really consider it. Now, if you're a casual gamer, and you're just somebody who occasionally wants to play Call of Duty on the weekends or whenever you get off work, you're like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to play some games. Or if you use your console, like, as your Netflix, your Hulu, your hub for everything, and then you just occasionally play games on it, don't don't bother with a PC, honestly. Because it's cause then you lose the, the simplicity of a console, and it being in your house, you can just turn it on, watch Netflix, save your account stuff, and you just occasionally play a game here and there. Man, if you're going to do that, if that's what you like to do, I don't care if you've been a PlayStation fan since you were born. I don't care if you grew up with that, you know, playing Pac-Man and playing, well, playing, you know, all these games Spyro on the PS One. Spyro. I don't. I don't care. I don't care, man. Crash Bandicoot. Get the Xbox Series S. Save you that extra two hundred dollars, and just use it for that purpose only. I mean, mm-hmm. everything's going to be. You're going to be able to still play with your friends. Unless Sony just reveals that that discless or that disc tray PlayStation Five is just. Super cheap, like almost as cheap as the as the Series yeah. S. Then they then could go with the Xbox. Yeah. Go but, with the Xbox. Yeah, but I don't see that happening with Sony. I really don't. I don't really see a cheaper console coming mm-hmm. out at launch. I do see them right. I do see them trying to compete with the Series S, but that's going to be down the road, and that won't be announced for another few months. That's just me. You know, that's just that's just my opinion. Sony could surprise us. But they're too They've been selfish. Very quiet. They're, uh, They've been extremely quiet, and it's kind yeah. of it's kind of unnerving. It's, yeah, it's unnerving. But it also makes you think: like, do they have something? Do they have like some big, big reveal for us soon? I think they're just panicking. I think don't. I don't think they have anything. Yeah, I mean, it was rumored that Sony was going to have an announcement today. Actually, September 9th. Yeah, I was waiting on something so, to pop. Unless yeah, I haven't seen anything yet, but I haven't really been on my social media much because we've been preparing for the podcast most of the day. Yeah, this could it so, could literally just pop up right after we're done with the podcast, which this is yeah. like four thirty in the afternoon for us. So I don't I don't see them announcing anything. It could happen tomorrow, and we could be back on here next week and and yeah, talking about that. It but could be, but. Uh, uh, to wrap it all up, if you're a serious gamer and you got the cash, get you a PC. If you're not super serious or you're watching your money, you know, you got to budget a little bit like I do, probably just get the Series S and just roll with that. There's no point in wasting your money on a PlayStation 5. Yeah, my that's that's pretty much my sentiment as well. Uh, I'm going to break it down a little bit more. Where So if you're someone who has been playing video games, who is serious about video games, um, and has been really debating or thinking about getting a PC already, go ahead and get one. This is the perfect time for you to invest in one. Uh, and if you can't afford this 3070 card, which is almost like double the power, almost double the power of what we're getting in these new consoles, um, I think even more than that probably. Which is possibly. honestly just, it's that's something really hard to wrap your head around. As somebody who's been a console player, 
mm-hmm. for his entire life, it's so hard to think there's no way. This is the newest technology that Sony and Microsoft can put out, and they're charging you know $500 for it. There's no way this is more powerful, but no. Believe, with PC, you can believe the hype. Mm-hmm. You really they, can. You can believe the specs. You can believe the frame rates. You can believe it. They, they exist. You can, you can see it. You can watch it. You can play it, and you can feel it for yourself. You can believe the textures. I could not believe the difference the first time I touched Fisher's PC. You remember that day? You touched my PC. I touched his PC. <laughs> but the first day that I played a video game, and it was a multiplayer shooter, I played Paladins, and that was the first time I ever used an actual uh, hand-built you know, tower. PC and wow the the difference by these hands <laughs> the difference was you know just too much oh I was like there's no way it's this good there's no way it's this smooth but you, know, you can believe the hype behind yeah PCs. You, you really can't see it until you actually get in front of a PC yourself and actually play it so um so let me get back to breaking it down a little bit more because before I go into like the whole I want to actually I want to, I want to rewind or not rewind but but back up a little bit before I go into like oh you know if, if you're into it if you're not if you're casual if you're not uh, because you're not just paying for a graphics card whenever you build a PC you're also paying for a motherboard you're paying for RAM you're paying for a CPU um, those are like the Core i5s and Intel Core i7s that you hear thrown around uh, thrown around uh, all the time whenever you're getting like a new laptop for college or something. Uh, you got to get a case. You got to get RAM. You got to get a cooler that's going to cool that that CPU. So there is more to it than just buy the graphics card. There's also keyboards and a mouse that you got to invest in, and also a monitor. If you really want to get crazy with it, you got to get a monitor. You can you can use a TV. You can use a TV and get by. Uh, but a lot of people do like to go the extra route and get a monitor. And you can also still use a controller with your PC as well, but I'd say bite the bullet and go ahead and get a, a keyboard and mouse if you're going to get a PC. So so with all that in mind, you are going to be still be paying a, a pretty penny for the whole setup and everything to, to get going. Uh, but the good thing about PC gaming is you can build and add on as you go along. So... I have my whole system that I have, and I, I actually spec'd mine out to be a, a pretty powerful rig even now. Uh, but now I'm looking at being able to upgrade one component in it, the graphics card. I have a 1060 now in my uh, in my PC, and I'm looking to upgrade it now to the 370 whenever it comes out to get these, this high performance that we're talking about. So now I have that option. Instead of like a console where once you buy it, you're set with, with those specs, with a PC, you can, at first, you can buy a, a slower part, and then later on down the road, when you have that money, you can upgrade. So I can now upgrade to a new graphics card. I'm looking at getting a newer processor for video editing and streaming. Um, I've gone through like four different keyboards to finally get the nice keyboard that I have now. I've gone through four different mice to where now I have a very nice wireless one. And it's it's been five years since I've had my PC. So whenever you get into this market, you can just add on to your setup as you go along. Whereas if you get a console, you're kind of just set there. You're just kind of set in what you have for until they come up with a refresh model like three or four years down the road or until the next console comes out. Yeah, like the biggest variety you get there is what color you want your controller to be and what kind of headset you want. Yeah, there isn't really much variety. 
So that that's another point is whenever you're building these PCs, you can spec it out exactly how you want it. Exactly. You can be as cheap or as expensive as you want. You can have it, you can make it have lights, you can show off the insides of it, you can you can really tool a PC to whatever fits your life. If you're doing video editing, drop in more RAM or get a, like a nice CPU. If you're doing a lot of gaming, get a really beefy graphics card and such. There, the 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 sky's the limit with yeah, and you with get it. what you pay for. You really do get what you pay for. Whereas a console, you sometimes. You don't know what you're getting unless you want to wait a month or two after the release. But who wants to do that? Yeah. You know, you know, you want to be there. You want to game with your friends. You want to be there with the boys. You want to play as soon as you can. You want to experience the new tech as soon as you can. As PC, with PC, you can experience that right here, right now. And you know what you're getting based on what you're paying for. Like you said, if you want to go super cheap route... You could still build a super cheap PC and it'd be better than the PS5 and X and the Series X, mm-hmm. which, you know, console players like myself just don't want to believe it. It's it's really hard to wrap our head around. They're like, there's no way. There's no way. You, trust me, me. You know, you know, just was I die hard console players mm-hmm. will argue until the day they die that the console is will eventually be better than the PC. But there's just. There's no way. Well, because they attach a fandom to their identity, and whenever it gets called out, they feel like they're insulted. So, yeah, I mean, and we used to be that way. Everybody's that we way were, at some we point. Were. Oh yeah, but you Definitely. have to. But you have to get out of your comfort zone, and you have to. It's just like anything in life. You have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to go out there. You have to explore. You have to see what's new. You have to try new things to really get a good view on a lot of things. And same goes for gaming. You can't see you you can't fully understand the power and the abilities of a pc that he actually like I, like you said earlier play one see one you know feel it for yourself you know just watch it and then putting in the hard work of actually putting it together yourself like there's a sense of accomplishment there you're like wow i built this with my own hands and it runs better than a ps5 yeah and also the excitement of of seeing your whole entire setup come together like I've, I've shown you my whole process of putting my whole setup together where, like, within five years, I went Snapchat from, at a time. Yeah, one, one, <laughs> one Snapchat, Snapchat at a time. At a time. Yeah, I, so I was there with you yeah, the it whole started way with, Yeah, it started with building my PC and then getting my – and then, like, a few months later, I finally got my nice monitor. And then a few months later, I got uh, some keyboards, and I swapped those keyboards out over time and over time. And then I built my own desk with uh, cable management underneath to make everything look nice. And then I got my microphone and my arms, uh, my, my mic arm, um, and everything's finally, and then I got my second monitor to go above my first monitor, and then my speakers. So it was so much fun to see all of this stuff kind of come together into my own setup. And it's it's one of those, like, it, it's just one of the awesome joys of building a PC and building a setup. Whereas if you get a console, you can create a setup around it, but there's not much of a culture with it where no. the culture kind of is just build your like TV living room setup. Yeah. Like y'all, I'll like, you don't understand how excited this man was whenever he spray painted his speakers that he got for his, <laughs> for his PC, red and black. The man was hyped about them for like two weeks straight. He was like, bro, I love how these speakers turned out. I was like, they look badass, dude. I love them. And this man was, he, he was, he was, you know, there's no words to explain how excited yeah. he was just with these speakers. Well, it's alone. like a visualization of everything that you yeah, love coming, yeah. he's coming just, together. Because he's finally, because he was, you were finally getting, getting there. You were getting to the point 
where you can see that vision finally coming true. Yeah. And, you know, it's so cool. And I cannot wait to be able to do that with my yeah. own PC, which I'm going to do one day. I'm going to have a setup and it will be better than yours. <laughs> it will be better. Oh, I don't know. I'm about to upgrade my setup again. So. No, come on. You got to give me some time to catch up. <laughs> you got to give me some time. Okay. I'll give you, I'll give you a year. Give me five. Okay. <laughs> Give me five years and then we got a competition okay. on our hands. Okay, fine, fine. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Loser buys dinner. But yeah, the, <laughs> but yeah getting, getting a PC, it really is a journey. It really is a journey that you're taking, uh, developing your own style and your own setup, and, and it's just a blast. It's so much. It is so worth it and such a blast, uh, but it is costly. It does cost money. You are making an investment towards this so let's break it I'm, I'm gonna break it down a little bit so like i was saying earlier you're not just buying a graphics card you're not just buying the graphics card you're buying the graphics card cpu cpu cooler ram uh power supply a case to put it all in um and then you gotta you gotta get your peripherals you gotta get a keyboard a mouse you don't have to you can use a controller but just bite the bullet get a keyboard and mouse uh, you might want to get a monitor eventually. So that can start to add up um, depending on what parts you get. I, I spec my whole setup for like a lot of performance, so I got a lot of like high-performance parts. You don't have to do that. You can just get like a 60-frame a monitor and just or, or just hook up your PC to your TV in your living room. You can do it. You can do it if you don't want to go the extra step. But if you do want to go those extra steps, it is going to be costly. I ended up paying around $1,600 for my entire setup, probably more with everything else I've done to it. Um, but with monitor and everything included, about $1,600. Uh, probably closer to like $1,700. Uh, so if you've been on the fence about a PC and you have the money, go for it. This is by all means, the perfect time to do it. With these new cards, you don't even have to get the 380 to get amazing performance. That 3070 is going to get you great performance. Get an i5 processor if you're not going to be doing any like video editing or things like that. If you're just strictly video gaming or, and, and just doing gaming, maybe even a little bit of streaming, get an i5 processor, get 16 gigabytes of RAM, get that 3070. Or you don't even have to get the 3070 because all of the graphics cards before are going to be taking a price dip because of these cards coming out. Like we said, that those 2080 Ti's, which were the super amazing uber-duber cards of the last generation, they're dropping. their prices are dropping like crazy. And that means all the cards that were less, less specced out than that are going to be dropping too. So you're going to have a lot of options for cheap cards. So if you don't want that crazy uh, double the performance of a... Of a PlayStation 5 right out the gate, you don't have to buy that. You can you can spec your PC as the same as the same performance as a PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X and then a year down the road, upgrade the graphics card or another year down the road, upgrade the CPU. Um, so so you have options. So if you've been on the fence and you have the money for it, you want to if you have the the money to splurge, absolutely go for it. I'm sure you're probably already picking out your parts as we speak. But absolutely go for it. God, I wish I was. If you're on the fence <laughs> and you really only have the money for like a PlayStation 5, you know, like you were you were kind of, you, you just have $500 for this year. You just have $500. Then go for it. Get I would say. Get a, get a PlayStation. I would say, why are you even buying a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X right now? Because they don't have anything exciting at launch. 
I would say hold on to that money, save up, and then next year buy a PC. Then if you are just very, very um, like, you know what, I'm just a casual gamer. I just like to play the newest Call of Duty the and, and, and the, uh, what's the football game? Madden. Madden, yeah. And Madden every once in a while. I only And I only use it for like Netflix or Hulu or stuff like that. Then get a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X. Yeah. Because and you're going to want that. You're going to want that ease of use to come home, lay down in your couch, press the, the power button on your controller, and just flip through to, to Netflix. Yeah. I mean, and if I'm being honest, like, we're not bashing consoles. We're not. No, we're not. No. Trust me, we were born and raised playing consoles, and there will be, always be a Spartan in our hearts for consoles. A Spartan in our hearts. A Spartan in our You damn right. A Spartan, a Spartan in our hearts. A Spartan in our hearts. Because we're fighters here. We're fighters on Run It. And our, our fan base, all 50-something of y'all. They're all Spartans. <laughs> we're all Spartans, damn we're it. We're all Spartans. We just don't quite get up to 300. Unless you tell your friends. Then we can maybe get 300. Share and subscribe, please. Like the photo, like the video for more. Follow on Instagram and Twitch. Hashtag run it. <laughs> <laughs> had to put an ad in there. Sorry, we don't get paid to do this, so we had to we had to advertise as much as we can. Not yet, at least. Not yet. Ooh. Ooh. But no. Um, me personally, um, I'm probably gonna get both. Like I, I do. I probably, I definitely will be getting a PS5. I will, just because. Um, I live with my brother. And he's not a hardcore gamer. He's not, and he likes to play Madden. He, he likes, likes that ease. He likes he that. likes the ease of it. He's not a hardcore gamer, but he does enjoy video games. He loves Madden, loves Call of Duty, and just loves to like whenever we're sitting around, we're drinking at the house, we're you know we're having fun. He wants to play some Call of Duty here and there. He wants to play some Madden. He helps you kill the time. You know, if you're relaxing, why not take some take a take a load off and you know start it up. But I definitely do see a PC in my future. And um, I definitely will be going to Fisher for all my PC needs and info because he's always up to date on it. Mm-hmm. So if you like, you like I said, like if y'all have no idea how to do it, how to get your PC started, where to look, what brands to go to, you can easily just hit hit up Fisher's DMs. Oh, that's just, a lot. Just just slide in, just slide, slide it right, right in like butter. Slide it in that's... like a hot knife through butter. And... Well, won't out, but that's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> No, but but I'll, I'll be I'll be glad to help you guys. I'll be I'm, glad. I'll be yeah, glad to. I'm sure he'd be glad to give you as many pointers as he can. He's not. We're not necessarily experts on here, but we do know a thing or two, and uh, we'd be more than happy to help y'all. Don't come to me for PC advice, though. Please don't. <laughs> we'll be happy to help you, but don't come to me because I will be googling as Go I'm to typing fishing. as I'm typing and telling you what to buy. It's just literally me. On like IGN or something, if you look it up, like what the best builds are. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm also not an expert either, but you know, if you have an idea of what you want to do and you want to send it to me, I can definitely say like, yeah, that's what you that's what you need, bud. That's what you need. Go for get get that get spec it out. Like, I think I think we're really gonna see a um, I think we're really gonna see a shift in in the market this generation. Most definitely, especially with. Especially with Sony saying, "Hey, we want more of our games on PC." I think the I'm gonna be bold here. Be bold. Be bold. Be bold. Isn't that a, a Doritos advertisement or something? Yes. Yeah. Be <laughs> bold. Um, I'm gonna be bold here and say Doritos, please don't sue us. I think I really think this is gonna be the last console generation, or at Ooh. least how we know it now, um, because of how how 
PC has like like PC's always going to be ahead please, of, as they please elaborate on what you mean. PC's always going to be ahead of, of consoles, but this this year like they are fucking there's a gap. There's a huge gap. Um so and the gap's just getting bigger. And yeah, bigger. the gap is getting bigger and bigger. So I think this is going to be the last generation of consoles how we know, of how with how we know them now. So do you mean as like like I think the general design of the console or the hype behind the console? I have like I have like three kind of predictions here. So one is we start seeing Sony and and, and Microsoft come out with have having more console refreshes like almost two like instead of like three or four years where we get like a ps4 pro and an xbox one x we get refreshes like every two years like hey here's the new upgraded one with more parts two years later hey here's the next one here's the next one yeah. that's a prediction that's a that's a like you said that's a bold prediction because uh, but i think they're gonna have to do it to keep yeah. up with it. well yeah well because generations of consoles last eight years mm-hmm so, you know, every three or four years, that's only, what, two, maybe three consoles that yeah. they release? With every two years, that's four, maybe even five. Yeah. So and that's that's a lot of hardware being released. Yeah, and like I said, they just they just can't keep up with that kind of time. So they can't keep up with, with growing technology. Like, after about two or three years, the consoles are outdated. Consoles are outdated. I remember the PS4. It, the... The consoles we have now, they lasted for a pretty good while, but after about three or four years, out oh, of date. Definitely. Out of date. And even the Pro and the Xbox Series X were... The Series X was was better, but the, the Pro was, was still kind of lacking. Um, so I think Sony and, and, and Microsoft are going to be saying, hey, we're going to start coming out with... I think we're going to see like maybe like, here's the Xbox and here's the PlayStation, not mm-hmm. a five, not a, a Xbox One X. Here's the newest PlayStation. Ultra. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's. I think we're gonna start seeing it roll out like phone models, where it's like here's the Xbox 2021 edition. Every here's, year. Yeah, here's the maybe not every year, but a good you know maybe like two or two to three years. Like here here's the PlayStation um, 2023 edition. You know, where we have some updated specs and stuff like that. So that's one prediction. Two, two is they come up with a system where you can build out your own, like basically you're building your own PC online, but you order it. So it's like, like they have multiple different options. I like that. They have multiple different options where like you have the entry one, which is like the $500 PS4. You have the $800 one, which is like the medium range PS4. Uh, PS5, I said PS4, PS5, and then you have like the Super Ultra Deluxe with fries edition, um, which is like thirteen. Can to... it please come with actual fries? Oh, that would be great. Oh, it'll guess. be it'll come with a bag of Doritos and Mountain Dew. Be bold, be bold. <laughs> Doritos sponsor us, <laughs> please. If you do, we'll eat a bag of Doritos. Like I'll eat a whole big bag of Doritos. I will get fat podcast. off your Doritos if you I sponsor swear. us. Please, we need money. Cool Ranch, please. Um, yeah, please. Oh God, yes, Cool Ranch. And then you have like the $1,500 model PlayStation 5, which is the Uber Deluxe Quintillion Mega Flops. With edition. a nice crisp bag of Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> Mega Flops edition that has all of that power. So I'm I think, put- yeah. Or or they have like some kind of website set up where like, hey, pick your parts and we'll send you your, your PlayStation 5. But at that point, at that point, you're just building a PC. But... That could happen. With a different name on it. Yeah. At that point, you're just building a PC, but you're just, like, being loyal to a brand. It's a PC with a controller at that it's point. It's a PC made by Sony. With a controller. 
They'll never get rid of controllers. So, <laughs> yeah, so I see that option happening. Possibly. Uh, it's not likely, but it's possible. It'd it's be possible. Cool. I'm down with that one. Yeah, I, I am. I mean, that way you still have, like, your brand loyalty and stuff, but mm-hmm. you, you you lose a lot of the functionality of a PC, like the other functionality of it being a home computer. But, you know, you get some convenience, so I don't... I don't I'm sure they would they would make it look more appealing in some kind of way. I came up with so, it's that's a possibility. And then the third one is. This one's going to be crazy, but the third one is, we go through this entire generation, you know, it's the same old thing. We get like the the refresh halfway through, and then next generation, instead of it being a PlayStation Six or an Xbox Series. Uh, Two. I don't know what they would name it after this. Like a PS6 just doesn't sound right at all. Yeah. So instead of that, <laughs> PS5 got a ring to it. The PS6. Instead of that, they aren't consoles. They're like little fire sticks that you plug into your TVs and you stream all the games. I can dev. So out of all three of your predictions you made, that last one is almost guaranteed to happen. I believe that's probably where we're heading. That is definitely the path we're heading because if you look at Google, Amazon, they're destroying the competition yeah. when it comes to the Fire Sticks and the Google Chromecast and everything. My brother has a Chromecast in his room. It's great. You can do everything from your phone mm-hmm. and it's just there. It's quick. It's easy. You pay 20 bucks and it's for the Chromecast. You pay 20 bucks and it's there forever. It's unlimited. Like you're just 20 bucks one time. There you go. You can use this for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, they're gonna get there. They're, they're, there's no yeah. way. There's no way in hell they don't. Within eight years, yeah, I, I see us doing that. I, especially with how Google Google has been trying their whole streaming video game service. I, what is it? Google Play? Or, no, no, it's not Google Play. What is it called? Mm. We know it like kind of died on arrival, so that's kind of a bad example. But they're laying the groundwork for it. They're laying the groundwork for it, and like within eight years, our infrastructure is yeah. gonna be able to handle that more. I know YouTube has a new as a gaming streaming thing, don't they? I'm not sure, but I, I also know that like PlayStation's been dipping their toe into it too with um, what's it called? Uh, that PlayStation streaming service where you can stream like PlayStation Three games to your PS4 and stuff. Um, oh, you mean PS Now? Yeah, PlayStation Now. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know Sony's even experimenting with that too. I actually use that and it runs decently well. Yeah, you know? it's okay. So I don't think our infrastructure. Best, I don't think a- our infrastructure is quite there for it. But within eight years, it's a good concept. In eight years, we're definitely going to be there. So I think the next generation, I don't think we see a traditional consoles. I think we see a little, it's just going to be a little box with the PlayStation controller and a little stick. I mean, kind of like, it's, it's like a like an Alexa home. Yeah. Like the Google Homes, like the little box. Because I know that the Alexas just came out not too long ago with the Amazon Home. Mm-hmm. And it's, like you said, it's a, it's a little cube and with a remote. And it can do like so much stuff like we're 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 a gaming podcast so obviously we didn't do our research on amazon's fire stick or anything like that. amazon's getting into video games too so shocker there there, that could be another that could be another thing they're hey stream your games from our alexa stick or something yeah the pretty soon amazon fire stick pretty soon xbox well pretty soon microsoft and sony are not going to be the the top dogs anymore and there's going to be a lot of people like Google, mm-hmm. big, big ones. Amazon, for sure, because Amazon is excelling at a rapid pace. Like, they're they're not going to be... If they're going to be top dogs, or they're going to still stay relevant in the conversation, they're going to have to do what you just said. They're going to have to make 
faster, better technology, but more compact and more ca- more convenient for people. I think PlayStation's getting ready for that because recently, like in this past year, they've they've started the PlayStation Studios thing, mm-hmm. where they take on a bunch of their exclusive studios under the branch of this is the PlayStation Studios. So I think they're actually gearing up to become less of a console company and more of a we're a studio company like these bigger companies are. Like yeah. like how Amazon has their gaming studios. Go from and a console Google's, and a gaming company to an entertaining yeah. entertainment company. Just a just a uh, a publisher branch. Yes. Yeah, making up yeah, instead of being a console developer, a console maker, you're just a, a, a publisher. Mm-hmm. So I, I see that happening in the future and I think they'll end up I think they'll end up wanting to go that way because if they move into that position and consoles become irrelevant, they're able to put all of those games out on any system that's available to play them. So that just means more money for them. Yeah, they can also do what um, uh, Roku is doing. You know, they're uh, they have TVs now. Like they, Sony and Microsoft could literally just come out with smart TVs yeah. that hold your games for you. They're that- like, hey, you can use. Or they can do like what Apple does with their Apple TVs. It's like, hey, if you want to, you can use this and plug it into your TV. Or you can just get it all in one big TV. Yeah. And you won't have to buy this. And that's that's very possible with how the world's turning out to be now. Everything's pretty much about to be... Everything's getting to where you can put almost your entire life in one central hub. You can put your like PlayStation and Xbox within the PS4. That's what they tried to do with the PS4 and the Xbox One. They wanted it not just to be your gaming console, but like your family entertainment system. Your central hub. Your like central I remember, place. I remember when the Xbox One came out. They were very, very heavy on using that to make it like it's basically a cable box. Yeah, like you can do you got everything. Your TV and everything, gaming system. And then you had PlayStation TV, which is now no longer a thing. But wait, it's a microwave too. <laughs> yeah, PlayStation TV canceled their stuff. Canceled their the product of that and just partnered with YouTube TV now. So as you can see, everything's starting to come together into one big central hub. Everything's starting to get monopolized by these certain companies. And it's, um, it's getting serious. It's getting real. And then the next generation after that, we're just going to plug into the matrix. Basically. I mean, I'm excited for that. If you've ever seen, if you ever watched the show black mirror, yeah, like God, they, that, that show is scary. That show is very terrifying. Is but scary. if you really look at it, we're heading in that direction. We really are. Like they literally have an episode where they put this little bitty dot on their head and their temple and they're just zoned out and they're in the game. They feel the pain of the game. They, it's everything. That would be pretty dope, but also kind of scary with how, how that could go. But I mean, the episode's very, very dark. No, it's weird. It's like interesting, but weird at the same time. It's season one. It's season five, episode one of Black Mirror. It's on I'll have, Netf- to, go, I'll have to go watch it's it. It's on Netflix. Um, if you're like, wait, isn't Captain Falcon in it? Or isn't isn't a Falcon from yeah. from Avengers? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say right now, if you're like, if you're homophobic in any way, don't watch that episode. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's wild though. It's really wild. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have yeah. to go. I'm gonna Fair have to warning that. on that one. I'm gonna have to go watch that. Yeah, but yeah, I um. So basically, get a PC. <laughs> basically, get a PC and uh, wait for us up. to wait for us to get uploaded to the Matrix. Yeah, we could have turned that whole hour long conversation into should you get a PC? Yeah, why? Because consoles are getting old, and uh, 
they're kind of outdated now. Just get a PC. Basically, Keep yeah. up with the times. They're already the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X is already outdated before they even release. Yeah, but this is a podcast, and y'all don't come on here just for us to give you quick answers. You want us to dive into it. Yeah, I mean, I gave you the so, short when I said get a PC. Yeah. Yes. So if you want to cut it off at that point, go for it. If you don't, just listen to us. <laughs> like, all right. On. Well, I've heard what I need to hear. <laughs> I <laughs> should get one. Say less. I'm on. Say I'm less. looking right <laughs> now. Yep. Yep. Oh, PCpartbuilder.com. Thank God for <laughs> Amazon Prime because now I got that stuff coming in tomorrow. All right, so with that out of the way, the next thing we're going to move on to is a little segment we want to kind of flesh out in the future, but for right now, we're going to call it the Spotlight. So what Spotlight's going to be is hopefully in the future, uh, I'm going to pick a game and Kyle's going to pick a game, and it could be something that we've either played in the past week or it's a game coming up that we are really interested in, we're really invested in, uh, and we really want to dive deep into and just kind of like, you know, t- turn y'all on to some new things, you know, like, like yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, it could be a new game, could be a game none of us have played before, could be one of the new releases, or it could just be an old classic game that we have very fond memories of and we just want to go back and revisit, dive in a little bit deeper into it. So, could be that- something that you've missed before that, you know, maybe we've picked up and you've been on the fence about. And or, or something that you need to be reminded about, like, oh, hey, I always wanted to try that game, they, and they brought it up. Maybe I, I'll play it. This week, though, we, we don't really have anything that we're too interested in, like going, like, like we don't have, like, two specific games that we really want to dive deep into. It's been pretty bland lately with all yeah. the games and everything. There's not a lot of hype behind a lot of stuff. So we're just going to kind of fire off a couple of games that we've kind of been playing and interested in. Uh, one game that I've been playing a lot of is Among Us. It's something new that just came came out I want to say like just a few weeks ago a lot of streamers have been picking this up so maybe a lot of you know about it but yeah, among it's us trending at number two on the Apple store on the app store too yeah Apple, it's so. it's so much fun if you uh, if you have a phone definitely download it it's free on on app stores on all your app stores but basically it's it's like a game of mafia or what I know it as werewolf where you have a you have a certain amount of people playing together and it's it's top down and you're little these little spaceman sprites and what you do is everyone has a, a list of tasks that they have to do around the map um, to like win the game. But one person in the group is a murderer. Ooh. Mysterious. So this, this person goes around, this go, this person goes around and kills other players and sabotages everybody. And their goal is to get away with murder basically. So what ends up happening is, uh, Everyone is running around doing their own tasks. This murderer kills somebody. Other people can find that body, report on it, and then everyone kind of has this like briefing where everyone's like, oh, hey, where's everyone been? Uh, where were you last? What was the last task that you did? Where what was the last chore that you were doing? Like, who's the murderer? Like, oh, I think it's him. I think it's that person. And people can take votes to kick someone off of the ship. Ooh. And uh, you can kick off the wrong person. Uh, but it's it's very fun to kind of see where uh, it's like The Bachelor, but with murderers. But with murder, yes. <laughs> but with death. So for all you Bachelor loving people out there, get among us. Yeah, get among us. It's uh, it's really really fun. I am a terrible liar because I get <laughs> caught all the fucking time. I'm probably a master at this game and don't even know it. Uh, my talk is going to come out and I'm just going to lie my ass off. Everybody like, it can't be this guy. Kyle's definitely into this. And I'm over there slitting throats. For, I'm like, woohoo! Yeah, someone will find a body and they'll be like, Fisher, where were you? Um, 
Mopping. I was burying our friend who got um, killed. What? I, there was blood on the floor and I was cleaning it up. Why was there blood? Is that I don't know. Is that why there's blood all over your hands? Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, you guys are so smart. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm terrible. But anyway, let's, uh, let's kick that guy off. <laughs> yeah, he I'm, seems like a murderer. <laughs> I'm terrible at the game. Uh, I've only... I, I've won a couple times. I've actually won a... I'll tell you that back. I've, I've been able to. I've been able to get through a couple right, of times, but we'll, we'll, we'll play it tonight. I'll play it with you. I have yeah. it on my phone, so we'll we'll run through it tonight. Yes, we'll, please. It's so much fun. Oh yeah, I haven't played it yet, but I got it. It's so, um, it's super fun to get into like a Discord call with a bunch of friends and and really like. You see now, okay, Janet from from accounting, <laughs> Tom, who always sits at the water cooler. Yeah, yeah, you. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Where, what were you doing? You look like you'd be a murderer. What were you doing around Leslie the whole time, huh? Because Leslie's dead. <laughs> and the uh, last person that was with her was you. I thought Leslie was hot. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. So who knows? Some of your deepest, darkest secrets may come out while you're playing Among Us. So. Um, or not at all. So hey, but if any of y'all want to play together, drop it in the comments Just or DM. Yeah, yeah, drop it in the comments or DM us in our social media accounts. Which that we, would be that would be a fun weekend to which, like have followers in in a whole big Discord chat oh, yeah, playing Among Us together. Uh, as, you know, like we do at the end of every episode. You know, both of them that we've had so far. Uh, we'll drop <laughs> our social medias at the end of it, and uh, y'all can hit us up about any time you want a game with us, or just throw it in the comments. Yep, that works too. So, is there a game that you wanted to spotlight? Uh, so I'm gonna keep it kind of relevant to what you got going on and I'm going to keep it to games that are released and are playable right now and it's uh, Marvel's The Avenger Avengers plural so um, everybody pretty much knows about this if you're in the gaming world you've been hearing about this been a lot of hype behind it a lot a lot a lot of hype and a lot of uh, a lot of disappointment after the hype now which is really not even a shocker at this point yeah I've spent my entire day I haven't played it you know personally so i can't really personally speak from it but from the reviews and everything that i've been reading about and the gameplay i've seen nothing special about it i've watched the entire game i watched an entire game uh gameplay walkthrough of it and those reviews are right yes it just seems like uh do you remember the old remember like the ps2 era yeah ps3 era where superhero games were just coming out left and right yeah and they were really nothing to talk about other than like spider-man 2 on yeah. PlayStation. just kind of just kind of bland they were just and... there well i feel like this is just one of those games now it's like, eh, it's just so, so lackluster. It's so mediocre. Uh, like the combat is extremely basic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like light attack, heavy attack, special attack, ranged attack, ultimate attack. You know, um, the only good thing that I've heard about it is that it, it has good good points in the story, mm-hmm. and that Captain Marvel she's the literally the spotlight and carries the story completely. Um. And that each character does feel unique to play as, but it just kind of gameplay is really shallow with each. The of gameplay those characters. is very very shallow. Like you have Black Widow, she has a bunch of stealth stuff. She'd be perfect for it. She moves perfectly for it, but she's just in. You're just fighting off waves of enemies. That's what I saw too. I I, I was surprised they didn't like make specific levels for each which they do like you have certain levels where you play a certain characters but why not like have a specialize it towards their abilities why not have like a stealth level with black widow and they didn't do that whatsoever uh it's basically kind of like an avengers copy and paste of the division and Mm -hmm. uh like destiny trying to do what they do but they're but less but less deep yeah shallow yeah yeah those two games they do it right you know destiny is great at it 
Destiny, mm-hmm. you know, really handles the single player mission and the multiplayer very, very well. Yeah. They do very, very well on it. And, you know, even whenever they launch and there's not a lot of content, there's not a lot of expansions, Destiny and Division still can carry themselves what they release. Yeah, there's bugs here and there, but well, there the they, content is there. There they have a pretty solid gameplay loop and pretty solid gameplay where their story is really lacking. But what I saw in this game was the exact sto- opposite. Yeah, story was really solid, but gameplay was lacking. So I'm just yeah. going to watch it instead of playing it. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to watch it later on today too. Uh, or sometime later in the week when I get a little bit of extra time. Uh, most likely Friday. Pretty free that day. So I'm probably going to spend Friday kind of... I might just watch game day, game reviews and just watch gameplay, you know, playthroughs all mm-hmm. day of games that I haven't played yet to kind of get my knowledge up on what's going on with games and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, just it's kind of a very repetitive, loot-driven game. Uh, multiplayer is extremely, extremely repetitive and very, very boring from what I've heard. The game is super, super buggy. More buggy than what games are coming out as now. Like, we're kind of used to, you know, you know, cosmetic issues here and there at the start of the game. But they usually get fixed. But it seems like Avengers is really out of hand mm-hmm. with how much is going on. I mean, there's insane frame rate drops throughout the game. There's multiple heroes on the screen. The frame rate drops. If there's... Even the cutscenes are dropping. Sometimes they don't sync up. Their mouths don't sync up with what they're saying. The subtitles fall behind. It's just uh, the game was not ready. Yeah, it looks it looks a lot like to me. It could have used another year in the oven. It could have used a, yeah, it could have used another year in the oven, and it could have just waited and could have been a decent launch title. Maybe you know, like Maybe. I mean, there's not a lot of launch games coming out, so I feel like Avengers would have been definitely would have sold more because yeah. I mean, who's gonna want to buy this game right now for the the old consoles when there's when we're two months away from the new ones and. It, I guarantee you it'll run, you know, ten times better yeah. than what it's running on these right now because they're probably developed this game for the newer consoles, and they're just like, well, I guess people are going to want to play it now, so they dropped it, and that's why it's so broken. But uh, I'm not really going to keep going on more on and on about it. I mean, it has microtransactions. It's really just kind of a. We money still pit. have that. We still have that little chestnut. Yeah, microtransactions are still an issue, and that's still an issue. And the fact that it's still an the fact that it's an issue. In a game that so many people were looking for, with an, with the Avengers being more iconic than ever, due to all the movies that Marvel came mm-hmm. out with, it's just it just it's kind of a spit in the face yeah. to the Avengers, and it feels like you didn't trust in your story and your gameplay enough to give you sales, so you knew for a fact that people would just want to look different when they bought it. I mean, their gameplay was pretty lacking, so yeah, I guess so. They're just kind of making up for it in microtransactions. Which, you know, microtransactions aren't as bad as they used to be, like at the beginning of the, uh, this first generation. Yeah. But still is an issue, and it's an issue in Avengers, and just doesn't seem like a game I'm going to be playing anytime yeah. soon. Uh, if it ever pops out on sale or it's for free on the play, uh, PlayStation Plus or something like that, I'll p- probably play it then. Yeah, yeah. The story the story was pretty fun to watch. It, yeah. It's probably one of those games where like you get together with some friends one Friday night and have a few beers and, yeah, and yeah. play I, it like swap. Yeah. That. Yeah, I can see that. I see it being a party game. Because it's very basic. Yeah, it's it's very very basic. Very very easy to control. And, I mean, they do some things right. I mean, the skill trees are a good idea. Like, the combat gets more, a little bit more advanced and less button masher as you go through. It looks like there was way more they could have done with this game, but they just decided not to. 
like every single mission you can you can you can go through every single mission with any of the any of the uh the the characters except for like one or two flying missions where you have to be tony stark which those are like the only missions that actually seem different from the others yeah and uh, just just so nobody gets mad, uh, all my information I got from this game was from IGN and uh, Game Rants off of uh, YouTube. So I appreciate you guys for putting out that content so that we could share it with other people that may not be following you guys. But um, basically, that's all I got for that. Uh, IGN they gave it a five out of ten, and IGN is pretty strict. I mean, they're they're pretty. That's uh, surprising for IGN. Yeah, I was expecting a four and a half yeah. or maybe a four or a three. But I guess just because, one, it's the Avengers, two, they really wanted to, the game to be good. And that story is pretty solid. And the, the story, I'm pretty sure, is carrying that. And Captain Marvel, I think she had a lot to do with it because I've heard that she is by far the most fun character to play as and just the most interesting. Yeah. And she kind of just puts the story on her back and runs with it. She really does. She carries. She carries so it. they said that the, uh, she could have been an annoying character, but the voice actors did an amazing job with her. So, um... Yeah, that's that's all I got for that game. Um, any games that are coming up that you have in mind that you nothing. Your eye on? Not, I mean there there are, but I think I'd like to save them for another for another episode for like a full blown showcase where like I I think I'm gonna look. I think we'll both probably look a lot into Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, I've been watching that today. Cyberpunk is definitely a game to look out yeah. for, but that is. We could honestly make a whole episode about it, yeah, so I'm not even going to dive into that. Not we even, might. We might make that next week's episode. Might make it. If y'all, hey, if y'all want that to be next week's episode, then we will let us know, and we will do as much research as possible, and we will get all the information you want about yeah. Cyberpunk, and we will put it out there. We might make that the main topic, or we might just make it a showcase. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, last game that I want to talk about, I talked about it earlier, the game that I was playing was Titanfall 2. Um, really just going to run through it just really, really quick. Very underappreciated. Yeah, very, very underappreciated. If you guys have never played Titanfall 2, go play Titanfall 2. It is so much fun. Um, if Super you, cheap right now. Yeah, if, you, if you've ever been a fan of Call of Duty and sort of liked the movement, advanced movement in the past few years, but you want it better and more addictive and more fun, like if you want it in a, in a game that it's not going to get old or stale, Go play Titanfall 2. It yeah, is yeah. so much fun. It is such a blast. You're ziplining and hopping and running around all these rooftops, and it, it just it just works really, really well in this game. Oh, yeah. And plus, you get to like call down these ginormous mechs and fight with mechs. Yeah. One of my one of my favorite parts it's of the game. Play styles. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people love just a lot of people love jumping in and getting their titans as quick as they can. My favorite part of the game is just staying on foot. And just running around and running through these uh, titans, without a and, doubt. yeah, and and trying to stay away from enemy titans because, like, enemy titans they can kill pilots like yeah. that. And try to take out, try taking out the titans like yeah. quick and easy. It's and, almost you know, like from a good distance with your anti-titan weapons. Yeah, it's like a, a David and Goliath kind of thing. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. And destroying a titan as a pilot is one of the most satisfying mm-hmm. feelings. Yeah, I mean, whenever we played Titanfall one, we had the, that's what we said. And it was like, God, this game is so satisfying whenever you destroy Titan or even when you kill another pilot because the skill level in that game is just... Mm -hmm. Like, you think it's hard playing Call of Duty against good Call of Duty players? You can get a kill in every now and then with a good Call of Duty player. Yeah. Titanfall 2, if if there's somebody on there that has been playing that game nonstop, they will wreck you. Especially with everyone zipping around? It is so hard to lock in. I just... So, 
the servers aren't necessarily working too well for Titanfall 2 on console, at least for PlayStation, from my experience. But what I like about the game is on console, you can pick your server that you want. So you can just kind of go through it, see which one's working best for you, which one works best for you know your area, your time zone. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the few matches I got in, dude, I got bodied. Like, I was super rusty at that game. And I used to be okay, but... Dude, that game is really hard to pick back up. I mean, I feel like there's it's got a harder learning curve than most shooters do, just because of all everyone zipping around, just because Everyone's of all moving. the moving yeah. parts. Yeah, all the zipping around, the the robots, everything. Because then you can't, you don't just have to remember your tech. You have to remember your robot, you know, your Titans tech, and then you got to worry about how to counteract other people's tech and everything. And it's it's a very strategic game too. It's really hard to just you know. Run it, run around, and not really know what you're doing, and get kills mm-hmm. and be successful. So, um, but no, definitely, definitely a game. If you have a PC, um, it's kind of a no brainer to me for you to download yeah. it. Oh, absolutely, if it feels it feels so good on PC. Yeah, I've watched you play it. You know, you he streams it. He streamed it on Twitch a few times. Yeah, I'll probably um, be streaming. I I might stream tonight or super tomorrow fun to night. Watch. Super fun. To, yeah, it's even a fun game just to watch. Yeah, because you're just watching all the moving parts and everything, and it's. Just a fun game, honestly. Just one thing. So one thing that I'm super happy about with this game is, so I never, I never tried the MLG quick scoping, no scoping things in Call of Duty because I just never, I never thought I'd be like good enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I decided, uh, I decided to start getting good with the Kraber, and oh my god, that thing is so much fun to do like quick, like so. So if you think it's hard to do it in Call of Duty when everyone's on the ground, <laughs> God, it is so it is so hard. But so, God, it feels so good when you get a kill off in in Titanfall. And I'm I'm now up to like almost doing like fifteen to twenty kill games where I'm just I'm just running around with a Quaver, just no scoping people or quick scoping people from like halfway across the map. And it's a it's so much yeah, fun. Yeah. It's a blast to zip up to a tower and just be high up in the air and then just scope in and while drop you're falling and then just just drop yeah, shots. Drop somebody. a body and as yeah. you're dropping, you drop a body, land on a Titan, take out the power core, yeah. and then just proceed to blow up that titan and yeah. shoot that other pilot when, when you out get of in the this sky, flow like, you get like yeah like you were just about to say that flow yeah when you get into titanfall you can develop a type of flow that's unlike anything yeah you've ever there's felt. there's this flow where you're jumping on walls then you're sliding into a window then you're shooting then you're shooting a pilot then you're ziplining onto a titan then you're stealing his battery and then you're jumping away killing another titan and, and then you're it's it just like and then, then you're hopping on another titan yeah and you're, you're on like your teammates titan then you're dropping other ones then you see another pilot hop up in the air and then you're taking him out yeah and once then, you get this it, flow going and this movement it's like and then God, you, it's like ecstasy. Yeah, then you see like two other enemy titans come at you, so you abandon that titan, jump yeah. in the window, see another enemy go over there, f- do a finisher to him, and then go and like kill some kill some like foot soldiers, gain a little bit more experience, activate your amped weapon, like, and then you, you and keep, then all of a sudden you hear keep going, and man. then all of a sudden you hear Titanfall ready, and then, and then you, then you launch it, down, launch down run. your titan. God, it's a blast. Uh, you just run your Titan, slide under him. He picks you up, puts you inside. Yeah. You just go to work. It's just, it is a blast. Like five years, four years later, is it's you so fun. Definitely feel after a match, you will take you will breathe for the first time. You'll be like, yeah, like, oh, oh, man, that was a that was a rush. That yeah. was wild. So and, much. Uh, fun. So it, it really brings back a lot of good old old feelings that you feel about games. That's really hard to find nowadays. It kind of feels like every 
it's kind of like a Warzone win, kind of like a Battle Royale win mm-hmm. after you have a good match in Titanfall. Like, I honestly, and like people say, oh, that's a bold statement. No, if you can win a match of Titanfall successfully and be one of the top two players, because there are only like six, four, what's it, like five player lobby? It's like five players Ten, per team. So, yeah, five yeah. players per team. Yeah, yeah, so it's a 10 player lobby. So, Call of Duty is usually six. So, if you're in like the top two percentile, you know, the top two players in Titanfall and you won, you really feel very, very, very satisfied with that game. And you feel like you feel like you can just hop on Call of Duty and just body anybody that hops even when gets on there. That's the special thing about Titanfall is even when I'm losing, even when I am doing shit, I am still having a blast. Oh, definitely. I like, garbage at it. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, yeah, like whenever I first picked it back up again, I was so fucking trash. But it's even, fun. <laughs> even when I was like pra- having to practice with a Kraber when I was only getting like three kill games, like just w- like putting in all that work and like moving to different zones and everything and like practicing my swivels and stuff. As soon as I got that first no scope shot or that first like quick zoom in mm-hmm. shot, God, it's almost like all of it was worth it. Yeah. All of it was so worth it. And it feels like with me and Titanfall, it's hard to it's hard to really blame anything but yourself in that game. Honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, like Call of Duty, you can call BS. You'd be like, oh, that's bullshit. You know, oh, oh he's yeah. hacking. Or, oh, you can do this. In Titanfall, it's kind of like, if you mess up and you die, it's usually you're like, damn, that was my fault. You're like, yeah. damn, he's better. He's, he's yeah. moving better. That guy me. is better. That guy understands yeah. the movement but, but system I, better. Yeah, yeah, so it makes you want to learn how to slide better, learn how to, you know, traverse the terrain better. You know, you want to be like, all right, I got to get better. I got to learn how to time my jumps and my zip line. It's that flow. Yeah. yeah. Who has the better flow? You got to develop that flow. And once you get in the zone and you get that flow, you're damn near untouchable. So great game. A lot of fun. If you're really trying to build your skill level on shooters, Mm -hmm. hop on Titanfall one or two, you know, Hey, if you still got Titanfall one, I don't know if the game is even, I was going to say if the servers are still alive. I don't know if the servers are alive, but I definitely try Titanfall two. I definitely yeah, tried Titanfall. Too. It's only like twenty bucks on Steam. They usually have sales on EA's uh, little store and Steam, so you'll be able to pick it up for a good price. And something that's another thing about Titanfall Two that was kind of a sleeper was the campaign. Great campaign, yeah, really too, good campaign. Honestly. So yeah. if you, so on it, I mean, it's it's a game for everybody. If you like a good shooter campaign, hop on Titanfall Two, man. That that story will get you. You'll start bonding with your Titan. And you, you really start following that story because there's there's a lot of twists and turns in it, and it's pretty damn exciting. A lot play. of fun levels. Yeah, my a friend. Lot of fun yeah, levels. yeah, yeah. My boy Chance, shout out to Chance. But um, he likes he loves the game. It's like he he says that that's like his favorite game of all time. He loves it. and He always misses playing it. We used to play it together all the time. We'd get drunk in our room and just play it. And uh, we had a blast. He loved the story. He loved the multiplayer. We weren't very good at it, but damn, if we didn't have fun playing it. Yeah, it was so, it's so much fun. You got to tell him we uh, we talked about Titanfall. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, I mean, I th- I'm pretty sure he's going to listen. Probably. So, hopefully. Probably. So that's all I have on Titanfall. Um, do you have another game that you want to mention? I have one more thing I'm going to mention, but not like an actual showing off, but what I'm, something that I'm going to do. Uh, I, I, I mean, I can mention one game that I saw that I saw earlier really quickly. I believe it's called uh, Second Extinction. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like a, a survi- It's a survival game, team-based shooter, uh, multiplayer. It's a three-player team, and you drop in on this Earth, and this Earth is inhabited by dinosaurs. And there's a an objective on the map somewhere, but there's three possible locations that you can go to. You go one of them is the actual objective, and then the other ones are clues to get to the other objective. But they're on completely different sides of the map. Um, the map is divided up into difficulties, so like some areas will be more difficult than other areas. And you can pick your drop point, so you got to be really careful where you drop because you could drop in a place with high loot, but also high dam- high, ri- high risk. Uh, 
but you know that's how looters are. Loot, loot so is this are. like a battle royale or? Uh, no, it's a it's it, uh, it's kind of like Evolve if anybody remembers that game. Uh, but nobody controls the dinosaurs. It's more of a just a team based shooter. You drop down, you and your team work together. It's one of those games that you know you can't really journey off by yourself and handle it. So you're just fighting the game, not another player. Exactly, you're fighting the just. Just the game, and but, the dinosaurs get more and more difficult as time goes on. Yes, depending on your on your area, your you know whatever area you are in the map, dinosaurs get a little bit more difficult. You can fight a T Rex, and uh, you pick through uh, different classes, so you can with gun. But ammo is pretty scarce to get. But any player can drop an ammo, can drop a supply pack, and you can get ammo and restock your grenades and everything. Um, the final look, boss, Ghidorah, just comes down from the sky. <laughs> Oh shit! One, it's Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> but um, yeah. Mothra just flies out of nowhere. What the hell is that, King Ghidorah? What the Jesus? What is this game? I feel like I'm playing. A, I feel like I'm playing Evolve. Honestly, do you think that would, that would be so fucking dope? Yeah, I feel like I'm playing Ark. Like, yeah, what Ark is this? Survival. But um, no, uh, there's not like a lot of longevity to the game so yeah. far. But uh, definitely looks like something that you would want to play. It's like an online party game. You know, you yeah. want to hop in, play. <laughs> like, you know, you're you're getting drunk by yourself at home, and your buddies are also getting drunk too. So you're just like, hey guys, let's link up, let's play one of those fun games. You can just play with the boys. Let's and all get drunk and depressed and shoot, shoot dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Like, I mean, but I mean, yes, please. Let's <laughs> like, go. Come on, can let's we? go ruin nature. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go sabotage Mother Earth. God made these extinct for a reason. <laughs> We're gonna finish the job. <laughs> like we're gonna help him this time. <laughs> Is it a bum niche? <laughs> Ain't no meteor coming this time. <laughs> we are the meteor. <laughs> we are your apocalypse. We are your extinction. <laughs> <laughs> we are the extinction. <laughs> you can call it airstrikes, and I would just love to call it an airstrike to a herd of velociraptors. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like it'd really help me. I feel like my therapist would really be down for that. He'd be like, what'd you do this weekend? <laughs> I, I killed velociraptors. I killed with thousands a, of dinosaurs. With a minigun. With a minigun and a bunch of grenades and airstrikes. And how do you feel afterwards? <sighs> I feel like a lot of a lot of weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Knowing that we don't have to live with dinosaurs. <laughs> and that I, it could be worse. It could I, be worse. I'll have you know, therapist, I saved the world single-handedly. Multiple times. From a dinosaur apocalypse. We got the dub multiple times. We got six dubs the other night. That's great. That's great. Uh, you, I'm going to write you another prescription yeah. for this. Right. Like, I'm going to up uh, your dosage. How many, you're you're going to take four pills a day now. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. But no, uh, nothing else other than that. Um, I guess, like I said earlier, really, really dry right now with a lot of the games yeah. coming out. Not a lot of, not a lot to talk about. So you know, just kind of uh, waiting for bigger announcements. Um, definitely a game I'm going to look more into though is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, That'd be interesting to talk about. Looking, looking like it's gonna hopefully turn the tables, turn the tide of change the tide up with this. With how the series has been going, you know, maybe it's going in the right direction. It's kind of steering more towards the open world customization how turn aspect. Tables. Oh, how the tables have turned, or how the turntables of the Knights of the Round Table have turned. Poetry. Vikings. Vikings and poetry. But, yeah, uh, that's probably a game that I'm going to want to probably bring up in the next podcast. I'm going to do some more research on it, because I'm very, very weak on my knowledge of that game. So, um, yeah. 
As am I, so I'm looking forward to what you have to say about it. All righty. Well, I'll definitely get to it. Yeah. And uh, the last thing that I want to mention is just something that I'm working on for my actual YouTube channel. Uh, so if you guys listened last week, I talked a lot about Spellbreakers or Spellbreak. Spellbreakers sounds so much cooler. So much cooler. Yeah, but it, the, the actual title, Spellbreak, it finally had its full release this past week, and it's um, disappointing. It's disappointing. It's not too fun. Uh, I was expecting I was expecting a lot more from it. I was thinking it was gonna really shake up the battle royale formula. Doesn't really do that, and kind of boring. But I liked it. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it for like the first few matches, but then after that, it was like it, it gets old quickly. I mean, it's fun to play with a friend here and there. But I it think seem I think like so. That. It's not gonna take off. It's not gonna yeah, be like that I don't Fortnite think it's, type deal. Yeah, it's like number twelve on Twitch or something. Probably lower than that. Mm. Like on on day of release, so no one's really that interested yeah. in it. But but yeah. I see some hidden potential in it, the and next I Titanfall two question mark no. <laughs> No, not that, not that. I see some hidden potential in it, and I think with just a little bit of genre changing, it can be a lot better. But I'm going to save that for my YouTube video that I'm going to do specifically on Ooh, it. So We're leaving cliffhangers now. Yes, I am. Yes, Ooh, I am. We're stepping up our podcast game. Yes. Everybody's like, what? I mean, what? it's not like a lot of people are going to be like, I got to know what fit, what we have to say about yeah. spell break. But I mean, hey, cliffhangers. I won't hey. be able to sleep until I know. <laughs> I got to know it all. What's Fisher thinking? What is this game? You're going to come back and there's going to be, so, like, watch that like, jump from 12 to, like, number 5. It's <laughs> just because of that. Somebody's like, what is this game? What does it mean to genre change? I need to know. What uh, is this spell break? No, I'm kidding. We don't, have, we don't have that much influence over people right now. We might get there. We might yeah, get there. Hopefully. But, uh, yeah, so look forward to that. Hopefully I can get that done within the, uh, at, at, towards the end of the week, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to have it up by Sunday. By Sunday, yeah, I think that's that's doable. But other than that, that's all I have to talk about. Uh, I think I can speak for both of us when we say this podcast has been a lot better than our first one. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like we stayed more on track with this one. Tried yeah. not to go down the rabbit hole. Didn't interrupt each other a lot. Um, really, in in our opinion, seemed like a solid podcast. Yeah, so, yeah. So- but we'd love y'all's feedback. We yes, definitely. Yeah, we we will thrive off your feedback. And like you said, we had some people leave some comments on our last video. We really do appreciate that. Um, thank you for the constructive criticism that you were giving us. But um, if y'all would, I mean, the views are nice, but if y'all could please just just abuse that like button. Abuse that share button, too. Share button, share, like button. Like button. Please, uh, please get us out there. If we- you want to subscribe, that would be great because I am going to be putting out that spell break video. And I'm hoping to do a lot more videos in the future on YouTube. We're... We're thinking about some potential for uh, maybe not this channel, but you know maybe doing more. Yeah, man. we're hopefully hoping that Run It really takes off and runs and runs it. Yeah, hope it runs hope, it. Hope we're gonna try to run with it. Yeah, but um, yeah, but we can't do it without y'all. We can't do it without y'all's support, y'all's help, uh, y'all's pull with your friends. Share us, you know, comment, like, subscribe, do it all, man. I know we sound like basic YouTubers and podcasters whenever we say this, but. We kind of have to. to, We kind of have to just to keep it going and just to keep us, you know, relevant. So um, the turnout for our last video and our last podcast was great. Was was great. great. Like, I mean, it wasn't like thousands of, but like it was much more than what we expected. But it it, it blew past our expectations. So we we love y'all all all for that. Thank you so much for everyone who listened. Thank you to all of our friends who gave (laughs) it a listen when we shared. Yeah, shout out to everybody that my mom (laughs) shouted us out, dude. My mom watched it. Uh, all my friends watched it. I really, we really, really, from the bottom of our hearts, appreciate this because we 
we have a blast doing this. We have we love so this. much fun. We love this. And if y'all enjoy us, then you know, just just let us know. And we'll just keep doing it until y'all just don't want to hear us talk anymore. Yeah. So uh, definitely leave a comment. Uh, tell us about stuff that you liked about the podcast. Tell us about things that maybe you want us to do less of or do more of, things that we want, you want us to go more in depth with. If there's a topic you guys want us to talk about, leave it down below. We would love to hear what you guys have to say about maybe a main topic or even a, a game that you want us to showcase. Uh, but other than that, thank you guys for listening. We're going to keep getting better and better. Uh, so we're just going to drop the socials. Uh, yep. I am. So, so I have a cosplay Instagram. Definitely go check it out. If you're into cosplay, it's over at Shabby cosplay, uh, or Instagram at Shabby underscore cosplay, S H A W B Y underscore cosplay. And then I'm on Twitter at Shabby dot K. Um, and also go check out my Twitch. I do like to stream at least once a week, um, on Sundays, sometime between five and six. That's over at, uh, Shabby Knight, like Knight as in Knight of the Round Table, K-N-I-G-H-T, Shabby Knight uh, on Twitch. So definitely check it out. I'll probably be trying to stream some Titanfall soon in the next few days. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, so you can follow my personal Instagram account if you want to. It's uh, Kyle underscore Norman 47, no caps, um, K-Y-L-E's underscore N-O-R-M-A-N 47. Um, nothing really crazy on my Instagram, but I'm going to start posting more and more gaming news on my Facebook, which is literally just Kyle Norman, same way I just spelled it. Um, I, I share memes too, so if you like memes, go in there too, but I'm really going to try to start sharing more gaming news out there for people that don't really listen to the podcast, but still want to keep up to date, because I know, you know, we check, people check Facebook pretty regularly, so I'm going to try time to invest in a Twitter. Ah, I, I don't know. I, I have a Twitter. I may have to make a new one. But, um, hey, yeah, if y'all want me on Twitter, then, you know, let me know. I'll hop on that. I'll start tweeting away. But uh, other than that, not, those are all my socials. I don't I don't have a cosplay because I'm not as creative as Fisher. So, um, yeah, I just like memes. But um, <laughs> if y'all want to follow me, uh, by all means, go ahead. I, I try to share some good content. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, hope to see y'all back next week, and we'll see you later. All right. See y'all.